Yeah. Can I have a kiss? Okay. Getting gorked up. Oh my What's God. going on? Oh, shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah. meeting you, man. It's a gork life. Why am I always kissing dudes? All right, man. Well, nice to meet you. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, take care. You taste delicious. Welcome back to another pullout podcast. Uh, that was a really weird start. Uh, Keegan's out here kissing hikers, um, but yeah, um, we're finally back. It's been two months, other than that other goodbye episode uh, for Phil and Alejandro. But uh, yeah, we're back on top of a mountain. Uh, I'm here with Russian Dennis. Stop, he has he has a sock over his mic right now. He's using it as a pop filter. Yes, sir. Um, and I'm here with Brandon Buckingham. Here we are. And uh, Kegel Weagle the Eagle. Oh my god, bro. I'm going to have to like lower that in the edit. Fuck. There we go. There we go. There we go. Um, so yeah, how are y'all how are y'all feeling on this fine afternoon? Yeah, Brandon. How are you feeling? I feel great on the mountaintop. I fucking don't care for it, bro. With the boys? <laughs> Why don't you like it? It's just so I mean, it's just the desert and it's it's dry and it and it sucks climbing hills. I don't Keegan, understand hiking. Do me a favor. Just do a little 360 and just look at the view so I can look at your view. Keegan's in his underwear, by the way, for anybody listening on oh audio. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad, right? I mean, I guess. What do you mean you guess? Look at this. Let the audience see you. Do a 360 for the audience. You're looking middle-aged as hell I don't have to censor that, bro. His ass? Fuck, dude. That's a nightmare, bro. Right? I mean, it's I just know. like, listen, I, I, I've never really... I'm not trying to be like one of those Debbie Downers. I'm just saying like I've one I've never been in the mountains and if I am in the mountains, I'm not in the deserty mountains that are just covered in shrubs and dirt. And then like I'm more for like ocean views or lake views or something with water. And cityscapes are cool. Don't get me wrong, I think urban shit is dope, but these are all like three building stories going on for fucking miles. It's not like a it's not like Shanghai or something where it's like crazy Tokyo. <laughs> three or building something. stories. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah. what about what about those buildings all the way there in the distance? I don't know if you can see that. Downtown yeah. LA? Yeah, downtown LA is cool. I, I think I think what you guys were saying earlier was it is pretty true. Architecture has to be like one of the highest forms of art. Has to be. Yeah. It, it's actually an amazing feat that we can construct, you know, hundred story buildings or whatever. Yeah, it's wild that humans just like infested this area and built up all these buildings and You know you know that one line from Matrix gets to me a lot that humans are are the virus humans are killing the earth you know as soon oh, yeah. as humans started getting smart we build all this stuff and we're taking out all the trees and it's getting harder for the earth to breathe it's kind of fucked up yeah 100 percent. yeah because our growth is never ending we're just uh investing and destroying the area and extracting resources and with like little to no conscience for how it affects. Oh, we're like going down with this bitch. We're fucking this whole place up. We're yeah. all gonna have to die. I, I always thought like the the whole like uh, like cliche of like when Native Americans get like a kill when they're hunting or something. They like say that prayer, like you know what I mean, or, or whatever type shit. That that's like uh, that that type of respect for like living, like Earth living shit, is just like nowhere to be found. I feel like in today's day and age. We got chicken factories and shit. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> We got it all figured out, all systemized. We're getting the chickens in there, just slaughtering them left yeah. and right. Milking all sorts of creatures, just milking things, milking things. I didn't even know you could be milked. We're milking almonds now, bro. Yeah. 
How do you milk an almond? You ever bit into an almond? I I did earlier at, at Blake's show, Blake Rozier's show. It was disgusting. I did fucking drop a milk in there. Did not enjoy it. Hell it was dry. Man. It was probably the driest thing I've ever put in my mouth, and I've put many things in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like like what kind of things? Like dry things. I fucking we ate, you you fucking when we were in Puerto Rico, you put a whole fucking gallon of sand in my mouth. That was yeah, terrible. The old sand in the mouth trick. You should try that one. Viewers love it. It's fun. It's good. It's respectable. It's engaging. Huh? But okay, <laughs> explain this a little bit more. Gallon of sand no, in your mouth. Just get a handful of sand and just put it in your mouth. No, he buried we buried he buried me up to my head in on the beach when we were in Puerto Rico filming my Puerto Rico special. And he just starts fucking kicking sand like like a dog burying its shit, just kicking sand all in my mouth for like twenty minutes. I was like, Okay, the bit's over, we're done and he just kept going. Huh. It's terrible. That's uh doesn't sound healthy. No. <laughs> Puerto Rico well, sand too. What like I was needles. talking about is just putting a bunch of sand in your mouth for entertainment. You have done that like multiple times. Yeah, I think three times. I keep wanting to. I'm not to sway off the topic, but I'm so used to having the only mic that I keep wanting to like put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this cool though? Well, you can't hear it, but here, Keegan, put on the headphones real quick. We're mic'd up. It's really cool to just like hear everybody. Like we we haven't really had the headphones on in like the previous podcast, but now I'm like really starting to. Um, Check. Have headphones and stuff, and we have sound effects now. Um, check, check. Oh yeah, fuck, I'll do the sound effects once I put the headphones back on, so I can hear. What you down for the team on the block? Here, what, what, what is the sound effect? Groovy, groovy, I can't hear it, but y'all can hear it. Boom! And here we are, guys, back at the Pullout Podcast, having a great time on the mountainside, Runyon Canyon, with your host Steezy Kane, Steezy Khan, and then. uh We'll have them applaud for me real they quick because, you know, I'm stealing motherfucking pain. Okay, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Mm. Stop. Don't Wait. clap for me. I got to humble myself. <laughs> All right? I got to take a piss. You got to take a piss? Here, I'll have the headphones while you... Russian Dennis doesn't say a single word and then gets up and takes a piss. <laughs> cool. Bro, chill. There's children up well, here. All right, so the podcast viewers probably don't kn- know who the fuck you guys are. No offense, but uh, let's start off with Brandon. Uh, give yourself like a little introductory to uh, the po- pop viewers. I was on uh, an episode back in April, I think. But uh, yeah, it's Brandon Buckingham. I used to be elementary school teacher. I quit my job to become a YouTuber, and here I am on Runyon Canyon. It's hard to talk about yourself. What do I say? Um, let me let me intro you. So if you guys saw the video where the car broke down in Las Vegas. Um, it was with me, Brandon, and Alejandro, and that was kind of where we first met. Yeah. Me and you first kind of met going in. So it was a 1999 Honda Civic. Me, you, and Alejandro were just driving to Las Vegas. The car overheats and breaks down. It's one of my favorite videos. That's, that's when I first met you too, right? Mm-hmm, the Vegas trip. Same oh, trip. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's the um, day before my birthday. You you, you first saw Keegan when he was, like, sucking on titties, right? I, I don't... I, I don't really remember the full thing, but sucking I remember you titties? were sucking on titties. Yeah, we were driving the car through the, the oh, Mojave you were, Desert. Oh, you were right? you were licking Brandon's titties, and yeah. y'all didn't even know each what other the yet. Oh, fuck? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit. Well, Keegan I had is, seen uh, him. I had seen him in like one other video before I met him, and I was like, yo, this is the dude. I've seen him. He's dope. Like, I already thought he was like mad funny, so I was like, I already, you know, wanted to fuck with him, and then. You know, normally, like, you know, when I meet people, I fuck with them, like, pretty heavily. I, I tend to do, like, a, a quick check to see how far I can get away with somebody before, you know what I mean, to kind of just test the waters, test my boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so I'm instantly fucking with Brandon. Brandon's already fucking back with me really hard. No, you can't have I'm fucking back. And, um, 
That's what he said. He's yeah, fucking he, back with he, me. He's fucking back, bro. And we were and in the Bellagio penthouse. We're yeah. In the penthouse, penthouse. Yeah, it was dope. It was a great trip. No, but the origin story, we have us first meeting on camera in your video, I'm Free, from Venice Beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. in a Starbucks apron. Uh-huh. But I, w- I wouldn't say that we really met at that time. Like, yeah. it was just kind of like we were filming together for a little bit. I didn't really know you. Y'all didn't really know me. Yeah. So w- once we went to Vegas, that's when we really we were at the lowest point yeah. together. We were stuck in the desert for fucking four hours or Jeez. whatever in 106 degree weather. Mm-hmm. Literally the lowest point. Then the our friends come and pick us up. Their car breaks down while we're in because we have like eight people in the car. It's too he- too heavy. Luckily, we pull into a gas station, get the antifreeze or whatever or anti whatever the fuck it's called for the car, so it doesn't Stop overheat. overheating. Yeah. yeah, get to Vegas, fucking. Brandon Boy, gets antifreeze. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Yo, yo, what is a cat? What is what is what is a car run on, Steezy? Uh, gasoline. Okay. Holy yeah. Sheesh. So um, we get to Vegas. Yeah, and then you get the fucking biggest penthouse. It's not the like. It, it, it's obviously not not like the the most expensive room, but that that room is at the top of the Bellagio and it has this most symmetrical view. Yeah. So that's, that's the, the best. I think w- best room in the whole Las Vegas. It's in the center column of the Bellagio if you're looking at it, and it's literally the very top room, the penthouse of the center column. Mm-hmm. It's magnificent, overlooking the fountain, and oh god. Yeah. Um, we got a bargain on that bitch too. It's only like twelve hundred a, a night. Twelve hundred a night. Uh huh. And that would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a bargain on that bitch. <laughs> Bro, think about how exciting that was. It was the the day before my birthday. I had like three thousand subscribers. My first time coming to LA. Yeah, three thousand subscribers back then. Yeah, that's I, insane. I had started my YouTube channel like uh, a month prior. What are you at right now? Uh, like sixty-eight thousand. And that was a year ago. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, and I literally met Steezy in Venice Beach, and then they wanted me to rob Phil in his video. Uh, I paid someone to rob my friend, I think it's called, or something like that. Oh, I, yeah, remember yeah, that. Yeah. I remember that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm really bad at checking my Instagram DMs, like, quickly, so I missed the, the DM. Wait, where were you? would have been fun I'm to trying rob to think Phil. why you were in L.A. at that <laughs> time. You flew out here just for that, or? I was hanging out with Leo. and. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I got, I, my timelines get all fucked up. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the first time we've actually hung out a lot, too. Cause we we've done yeah, some stuff Vegas. before in the past, but yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I think that that also is when we first started hanging out. But, um. But yeah, I mean, um, what w- w- kind of your newer stuff? Like, explain to the audience like who this new era of Brandon Buckingham is. Like, you know, kind of where you're going, where you what you think of doing in the future. Um, cause your channel's doing great right now, yeah, obviously. It's like the best month I've ever had. Uh huh. Um, yeah, and you're starting to do like video essay type videos on on other things. Yeah. Um, um, what would you call those t- kind of videos? I guess they're video essays. I don't. I don't really know what you'd call them. Mm-hmm. Like my why I quit teaching video, where I just explain like the story of my progression through wanting to become an art teacher and then why I ended up stopping and then. It's one of the raddest stories of all time, by the way. I I'm gonna put clothes on. It's really cold. <laughs> I feel like I do a lot of different things. Like, in October, I've just been doing, like, drinking vlogs where I went to, like, New York City with Hooli and Ricky, and then I went to Fort Lauderdale and drank, and it's just kind of, like, fun vlogs. Um, And then I just did an interview video at the Renaissance Festival, like, street interview uh, chop-up. And then... Your channel is so diverse. Like, you're always, like... You can't really define, like, what you do on YouTube because you're always changing it. But your audience seems to, like love whatever you choose to do yeah so that's cool i have a hard time defining it i did a jujitsu video vlog where i went to a jiu-jitsu tournament competed and filmed it um 
Did they like that video? Yeah, it was, it's one of my best performing videos, <laughs> and mm. I thought like I didn't even think it was gonna do good. That's so sick that that uh, I we, I've told you this like a million times, but keeping your content so diverse and keeping your your uh, audience on their toes like that is is so valuable in my opinion because so many people get stuck in ruts where they have to keep upping the bar of the same type of genre or you know just whatever where where they want to do something else but then their their demographic doesn't really appeal to it anymore and, and you you keep them so on their toes they never know what to expect from you but but at the at the core of it they're there for your personality which I think is like super dope and unique yeah where do you see yourself in um in five years twenty twenty six Holy shit! Sheesh. It's a deep question. Um, I'm gonna be married with kids. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a shut up, channel. bro. No, Buckingham Family Channel. Yeah, Family of Five. Or what is that, Daddy of Five? I'm gonna make animations and do family vlogs in five years. I'll Anim- be 31. Animations. Yeah. Do you Where really? Did that come Genuinely? From? Animated shorts. Um, I love animation. I've always wanted to make animation. Oh yeah. Animations. No, that is true. It was my I major forgot about that. in college. I majored in got my bachelor's in animation. Five years. I don't know. It is really hard to think about that. I definitely would be odd to be doing like fuck around drinking and wild content when I'm 31. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I would probably. like to transfer over to something else. I like uh like street interview segment videos where you're like exploring a different group of people. Um, you know, like a little niche of people or like video essay stuff's really interesting. Like I told you I want to do the YouTube profile pieces like video essays about YouTubers and how they went from uh just a consumer of social media to, you know, making money off it and having all the attention and stuff. It's really fascinating. Everyone wants to know how someone made it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the the journey that it took them. I, 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 yeah, I mean, uh, you're really good at, like, communicating and, like, f- like finding words for things. Uh, so I, I think anything you do in that field would be, like, dope. Like, I, I think your video essays are, like, like super good. Hell yeah. I might do mukbangs, unboxing videos. You should um, just make, like, <laughs> you, you should make, like, a cartoon. Yeah. But, like, like about, like, Fucking dudes or something. That'd be sick. Whoa. Cut that out, bro. Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> Keegan was just asking us earlier why people think he's gay. Yo, I don't. Like I don't get Nothing's it. Nothing's wrong with being gay. We love gay people. No, accept yourself. It's gonna make you feel better. I promise you. Move bro. on. I don't. <laughs> I don't like gay people. There you go, Dennis. <laughs> okay, Dennis. You should say that you're joking yeah. after that. Just in case anybody clips that and puts it on Twitter. No. Uh, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm just fuck joking. it. Let's make some more good career building statements. What else don't you like? Any racist? Fucking hate Jews, dude. Oh, oh my, my god. god. You have you have to say your joke. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just there you go. You must take Save this yourself. out. Take all of this out. <laughs> that that is a saying that he hates Jews while talking out of a sock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna preemptively disavow uh Russian Dennis here. No, I'm just kidding. I love them. Yeah. Yes, me too. Yeah. Anyways, uh on other news, um <laughs> yeah, Phil and Alejandro are gone. Um Fuck but, <laughs> but yeah, the apartment was empty. So I thought, like, why not just, like, fly people out and kind of have... Because I'm moving out of that apartment soon. But the apartment was going to be completely empty. Um, so, um, yeah. Uh, it sucks that we couldn't do a podcast with Ricky. I wanted to do yeah. one with him. But there was, like, one night where we got back so late. And then the other night you were, like, high out of your mind. So That's all hearsay. Couldn't do that. That's, specul- that's a speculative statement. Speculative statement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maybe I was dreaming. Yeah. Um, and then the other night, like, again, we got back so late. But, um, yeah, it was fun to have people, like, stay here and just kind of just go out and just film. And it's even though we didn't film that much, it was fun to just go around and Just chill. having the boys together. Brain yeah. content. Yeah. Getting that brain content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. It was cool. It's always fun to be around other creators. And if people don't know Ricky, I mean, he's uh, just really fun to hang out with and talk to. 
Yeah, Ricky's dope. He's yeah, hilarious. first time I've ever met Ricky, I love him. He's great. Yeah, Ricky's a great dude. Yeah. He would have been fun to have on the podcast. Yeah, no, he's he's really uh, really good at organizing his thoughts. I noticed, like when we would talk about YouTube stuff, um, it kind of felt like a podcast while we were talking, especially in that that um, jacuzzi. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We were talking about making a. Well, you were talking about making a group channel, which yeah. I didn't think is the best idea, but... Um, You've been stuck on this for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, explain that group channel idea. I just feel like uh, like when you t- when we get together and we all hang out, there's so much stuff that if we just filmed, it would be incredible content, you know, that yeah. n- none of us would oh, what the individually want to put out on our channels. Oh, my God. Where do they come from? Majestic dogs. Beautiful blue eyes. Damn. Holy Wow. Hell. That actually scared the shit out of me. I thought those were wolves. Dude, the white <laughs> one looks like an allegory. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah, no. The, the, the white one has wow, red dude, eyes. Those are some beautiful ass dogs. Wow. Um, but I'm just saying it would be cool, like, you know. I'll uh, check the cameras real quick. Like um, like the Wu Tang Clan, Odd Future, these like collectives of musicians that, or Jackass, just yeah. a, a group of people that, I mean, they don't do all their shit together, but w- when they get together, they film stuff and put out. Uh, videos and it would be a revolving door of people like a yeah. loose collective a, a loose YouTube Odd collective. Future is a great example um, and what I was saying in, in this conversation was like the problem is like everybody who makes YouTube videos right now are all in different states of the country like we're all spread out um, which sucks and it, it's hard to get everybody into like one city but if l- let's say everybody lived in LA everybody in our friend group lived in LA or lived in Austin shit would go down bro like we would i feel like we would just that's when greatness would happen yeah because everybody would look at our group and they'll they'll kind of label our group in their mind subconsciously kind of like david dobrik how he has the, the vlog squad but let's say everybody lived out here um i don't know i feel like that's where like just we'll all be out filming like all the time or hanging out or just even just stories, like us hanging out, like yeah. everybody would start to follow this movement. Um, yeah, combining I mean, your waves and shit, synergy. That that's always been one thing for me, like um, the whole content thing. Like, I feel like I hear a lot of people that started in the OG phase of coming up making content. I hear a lot of stories of how people treat it very like businessly, and uh, they're very like cold-hearted as to the friendship side of like making content and stuff. What always attracted me to to it was the, like having that really close knit group of friends that are all fucking around with each other and all fuck with each other and are all trying to put each other on and like you you kind of just when you're watching it you know whether you're like staying up late at night and you're in your bed or you're you're just getting off work or whatever whenever you're watching it you feel like you're there with them in that moment and like you're bonding with them and you're part of the group mm-hmm. that's always been something that's really cool to me about about the content aspect of things um, I've never really understand why people don't embrace that social side of it because it's very natural like for us as humans to like try to bond in groups like that and so it, it, to, to bond in like a content group like that and just put out dope shit that's the dream in my opinion like I w- that's all i want to do you know what i mean yeah i feel like the most important thing would be for everyone to be on top of their shit in their own individual channels you know what i mean yeah so then we come together we're like you know yeah 100 and uniting and no one's like relying on the group as much yeah so if like if, we're, if we have our shit in check and then we just did like uh, an occasional group video that'd be wild the yeah. Heathens would be a tight ass YouTube collective. I, I like Heathens a lot. The Heathens. Heathens. Yeah, like that would be the name of the group. I mean, just throwing it out there as a possibility. The Heathens. Hmm. So what's or, a good YouTube Or it could just be name? like. I'm trying to think. I I I love the idea of, of the movie platform too. I know it's not necessarily as cool as series type content, but 
like the way that the Jackass movies worked, like in between like Jackass two and three, how you know like Pontius and Steve O did Wild Boys, and then you know Bam was doing his shit, and then yeah. you know all these people had their own lanes still. They would come back together for Jackass three. I mean, I think it would be dope to have like you know Heathens one, Heathens two, Heathens three, where it's just like an like hour a and a half, thirty minute or an hour YouTube video. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like some of our our best shit. Yeah, of just us all on the same screen. You know what I mean? That'd be wild. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Hmm. Dennis, what's on your mind? Dude, I'm fucking tired. You're ti- I mean, you're quiet. Yeah, I'm tired as fuck, honestly. What time did you wake up, Dennis? Um, Like 8. What time did you go to sleep? 10. Did you jerk off last night? No. I don't jerk off. That's for pussies. You don't? Wait, are you telling me you don't beat your meat at all? No. No way. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I beat my meat. I'm not going to lie, bro. I jerked my shit last night. I had to. <laughs> Dude, which Where? Did you in, in Alejandro's shower or Phil's shower? Or in the bed. In the bed. You know, Phil, Phil texted me this morning that someone's coming up to pick up that mattress. Well, I mean, I didn't come on the bed. I'm just saying I, oh, stroke, okay. I stroke my shit in bed. So where did you? What, what I went and wiped it up with toilet paper afterwards. I just noted it right on my stomach, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm not gonna lie, bro. One time I was what jerking off fuck? and I I, I, <laughs> I was I was stroking my shit and I guess it was like a real good nut or something, bro. And I wasn't aiming my shit and I wasn't prepared and I fucking nutted on my face, mm-hmm. yeah. dude. Yo, <laughs> it's really it's crazy Asia. embarrassing, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> Did I even? I can't hear that. Shit. I, yeah, I played a little like jazz thing. <laughs> Imagine you're just coming and you're like, oh, 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 and then you just come on your face. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> oh oh shit. Yeah, I know. I sometimes I feel like I shouldn't put this much information of, like this out on the interwebs, but here I am. I feel like that's a good thing though. The more information you put out, that like makes people follow you more in a weird way. Yeah, I have this thing. I I have this thing where I think that if I embarrass myself in front of you as much as possible, you will feel like. Um, I have this thing where I feel like if I if I embarrass myself in front of you as much as possible, it'll make me a lot more. Um, like relatable to you or like more approachable. Like you can open up more to me because I'm opening up. You know what I mean? So much to you, but I feel like people especially in the content game can like take advantage of that and like use that against you does that make sense like um but that's just always been how i am i'm like extremely open like i'd rather be like more open off the bat with people than like you know closed off and like not myself like i'd rather just like say like 10 embarrassing things about myself as soon as i meet you than than try to be cool in front of you yeah why don't you try to be a cool schmoozer yeah you know what i mean everyone loves that no i hate that i don't think that's cool i i don't think people like that at all Hmm. The sun By just the way, said it got cold as shit. Yeah, yeah, it's getting cold. That's the thing about LA, bro. It's all the sun. It's, it's all powered by the sun. Yeah, yeah. Hot. It's like seventy degrees during the day, and then once it turns ninety, it goes down to fifty, like quick. Yeah, like if it's daytime and it's hot, if you literally just get in the shade, you feel good again. But if you're in the sun, it's hot. Mm-hmm. by the way, I want to introduce you, Kegel Weagle the Eagle. What what do you prefer to be called? Kegel Weagle the Eagle. Oh, you gotta hold it. You gotta hold it. Yeah, how did you know it was that button? Because I'm fucking good with technology, bro. Well, here I'm. A, I'm gonna introduce you to the audience as a as a way to. I'm gonna I'm show them your your most viral clip. This is your most viral, right? The probably. Thanksgiving one. Yeah, yeah, probably. Right, I'm gonna just let them listen to the audio real quick. All right, guys. So. Keegan got interviewed on 6th Street, and the video happened to go s- dumb viral to where he gets recognized off of this video alone. So uh, you don't have to watch it. You can just listen to it, but here it is. 
two days after Thanksgiving, and this girl from Tinderhead mailed, but she's like, come over. And of course I did. So I'm sitting there. She invites me over. She sits me down on this oversized bean bag that she had. First red flag. Then she was like, hey, what's up? Okay, so mind you, dude, like I said, it was like a day or two over Thanksgiving. So I'm eating Thanksgiving leftovers, and I'm having Thanksgiving leftover farts and everything. I mean, it's bad. So I get to her house. I'm laying on the beanbag. She starts topping me up. And then I'm like, okay, this is normal. This is cool. I start pushing on her head. Come on, baby. Let's go deeper. And she goes like this. Takes my hands. And she goes, that's the funny thing about guys. Grabs my legs. They always think they're in control. And throws my legs i mean i'll tell you like this she was like <laughs> and i was like ma'am ma'am what are we doing and she just started eating my fucking ass bro oh, just shit. going to town on that shit and i didn't like shower that, i mean nothing man and i'm telling you that was probably the kinkiest experience i ever had anyways dog i gotta go <laughs> it's that last part anyways dog i gotta go yeah, then and I, then ro- he- I rolled off on my heelys <laughs> <laughs> So that was a real story? Yeah, that was a 100% true story. I wish I could make cool stuff like that up. So one thing I want to know is, like, did the girl react to, like, how it tasted or? I'm sorry, what do you mean? Like, you said you were having leftover, like, Thanksgiving farts and shit. Yeah, 100%. And uh, (laughs) it's our boy Gork. Our boy Gorky. Yeah. Keep it Gorky, dog. Keep it cheesy, Gorkonzola. Love you, love you. You taste so good. Come back. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Wait. Wait. No. So yeah. So so after after the girl ate your Thanksgiving leftover ass, mm. how how did she <laughs> react? Like like after she was done, did she tell you like, hey, by the way, like no, no, nothing at all, bro. Yeah. Like, was she like drunk or um, something? Oh. No. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's just crazy to me because I've I think never she was just a freak, bro. Like I think something about me, something something about. The way I look, the way I carry myself online, whatever it is, just attracts like freak ass hoes, bro. Because I've never ate ass, I've never had my ass eaten, so like oh, I you just gotta try it. It'll change I your just life. can't imagine how somebody can put their tongue on someone else's ass, especially if they're having like farts and shit. So <laughs> yeah. I'm just curious how I remember she riding reacted. over she there. She didn't react like, like nothing. I remember She's riding like, over there. That the shit car. tastes good. Yes, bro. Like I wow. I wrote, but she was like on this like whole like dominance thing, like woman dominance thing, like fucking wrestling me around, put me in a damn UFC chokehold, bro. And like she she like was she like muscular? How did she do that so easily? No, she just. I just kind of started rolling with the punches, bro. And I was like, you know, this is how it's going. This is how it's going to go. I have this thing where I'm like, you know, even if I don't enjoy the experience, I'm going to have a great story to tell from it. Yeah. So I kind of just let things happen to me. You yeah, know no, I mean? that's true. That's true. So, yeah. So when she was like, so when this was all happening, it all happened so fast. I didn't, first of all, I didn't really have time to think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, where is this going? And, uh, and I mean, she literally said that word by word. That's the funny thing about guys. Cause I'm trying to like push her head, you know what I mean? They always think they're in control, and fucking flips me up on my back, bro. And I'm just like, oh shit! And I never got—I don't think I—I <laughs> don't think I'd ever gotten my butthole licked before that. But it changed my whole perspective. On, oh, so that's when you started on doing oral sex. Yeah, that shit is tight. I love getting my butthole licked now. <laughs> I be doing it all the time, bro. And, and and what's crazy is more girls are into to licking butt than you would think. Like it happens like almost like what the I, fuck? I don't know. I'd say maybe more than fifty percent of the time 
that I'm hooking up with girls, girls go for eating ass on their own without you even like mm. saying it. Like, what do you, you want like to Like, let's say, what you kind of like if they're going down on you and you kind of just start like moving a leg up like that type of shit, like body language hints that you want it done. Yeah. Girls are going for it without even saying anything. Bro. That's crazy for me to think about. I've had girls like try to like hint that they want to like go down more. Like they'll yeah. get up in that. T- ass. They'll, they'll like while they're riding, they'll like kind of tuck on my balls and then go a little bit lower. Yep. But I like move it quick. Yep. That, um, I think that's why girls like doing it because they realize how vulnerable guys feel when they're when you're around their butthole. Like like the first time I like butthole shit ever happened in my life. It was it was like very uncomfortable. I think I was dating this girl when I was like, you know, I was like seventeen or eighteen or something, mm-hmm. and uh, and she was trying to like spice things up. We'd been dating for a year, and she's like, "I want to try new stuff. Let me let me put a finger in your butt." And I was like, "No way! Like I don't even wash my own ass in the shower." Type shit. Like I was one of those dudes. Like don't let the water go between your cheeks when you're in the shower. <laughs> type shit. Like it's filthy. And. Uh, and, and just praying you're not gay. <laughs> 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 like the I'm like, please, no, <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but then, uh, uh, but but you slowly warm up to it, I guess. It is a very vulnerable position. So what I was saying is, like, you know, I guess, like, when girls, like, girls are attracted to that kind of dominance they get from that because yeah. they're normally so submissive, so so vulnerable themselves during during sex sexes. Hmm. Want to get up in your ass? Wait, how? <laughs> like, how would you even ask a girl to like? Get Dennis your is ass? real curious. How would I? Oh, ask Dennis is super curious. I would never. But how do you get them to? <laughs> I, dude, I say like I don't even know. Like you can kind of get the vibes off a body language. Dennis, I would go say. Ahead, take notes. Take notes. Excuse I, me, I you guys. <laughs> how do you get a girl to eat your ass? Oh my god. You don't. Okay. Don't don't listen to her. She's she's in the closet about liking eating ass, bro. Hundred percent. Brandon just asked hikers for anybody listening. Well, even for people watching the video, you can't see them, but um, she's yeah, just butthole phobic. Oh yeah, keep in mind as you all are seeing this, you're only seeing one side of this podcast. There's pe- there's hikers walking by as we're talking about eating ass and shit. Yeah, so eating ass and shit, you shouldn't have put that together. But <laughs> eating, eating ass, ass and, and shit, shit. Damn. <laughs> eating shit ass. Eating shit. That's yeah. what I call it when somebody doesn't fucking clean their ass. You know what shit I think ass. is that there's a whole different level of getting your ass eaten though, and it's it's these two levels. <coughs> and I'll demonstrate the position. And I'll demonstrate. It, yeah, it's said. like you know what I'm saying. There's like one way where it's like, you know, you're getting topped up, and then you throw the legs up, right? Mm-hmm. I'll triangle choke a bitch from there. You know what I'm saying? And then the other way. Could you see that? Okay, on that camera. Uh, do it again. It, it, there's this. Uh huh. Damn. And then the other way, which I think is is is. Okay, that's scary when you go like that. Dude. You're like that. <laughs> oh dude, you're never and, then, and then and then and then she 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 would start. <laughs> Milking you like this. <laughs> oh my god! Like, okay. oh, I don't know if I can show that much on YouTube, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, I've tried. For anybody both. listening I've on tried- Spotify, like just, just uh, you don't have to go to YouTube to see that. That's yeah. a little much. You're happy you're not watching the yeah, video. Yeah, one, one's doggy, one's laying on your back. It's easy. Well, I, I'm, I'm saying like <laughs> I've tried both, and one feels wrong, and the other one feels great. I'm Which not gonna lie to you. The laying on your back. Yeah. Yeah. The you're doggy. Have your paws up in the air in a helpless position. Yeah. The doggy just saying, I'm out of breath from just doing that. Brandon, have you ever done any like ass stuff? I mean, yeah, I've had I've like forayed into it very uh, briefly. You know, I'm not ready to go there yet. You know what I mean? I'm only no, 26. I don't know what you mean. Explain. I don't want to dive into how it close really. have you gotten? Isn't it a slippery slope? Uh, you know, with girls eating your ass and finger blasting your ass and what, what's slippery next? Slope. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna get pegged by a girl. 
I don't know. I've never <laughs> you said that so like open to it. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with it. Maybe. At all. Hey, maybe. I'm just saying, maybe. Like, maybe I try. You know, if, 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 if the right girl came along. But what, from my experience, I don't like being submissive either. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't want a girl. I don't like when a girl's face is all up in my fucking ass and shit. And yeah. You know what I mean? I, it depends. It's not like an everyday. It's maybe not like an everyday. We'll see. It's not like an everyday thing too. I definitely say like it's like a. Oh. It's like it's like a you know. It's every that, day, bro. That That's type of night. Just at us like, what but the when fuck you're are getting, they talking about? When you're getting your butthole finger blasted. Oh my God! You know what I'm saying? Slippery slope. Dude, imagine, no, 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 I'm imagine, saying that's imagine, not the move. Imagine it's just going on a hike, like, like, you, like you just hear these, like see these four guys on a mountain with bikes. Imagine just getting your butthole finger blasted. <laughs> Like girl there's be a stacked up, <laughs> blasting me. You're there's crazy. A, there's a there's a whole there's a whole ass difference between just a finger like just chilling like this while you're getting a little top up uh-huh. and one of these. <laughs> this guy. This guy. Gotcha. <laughs> there's a whole it's difference. It's a face. Dennis, now let me ask you: Would you ever be open to doing ass stuff with a girl? Probably, yeah. And it, like, if so, like what? Like, are you eating her ass or oh, is she eating no. your ass? I would let her eat my ass. But really? Would, yeah. Dude, you're the last guy that I would think to yeah. actually say that you're open to that. Yeah. Because well, you're, like, no, no, hyper, you're, like, you're, like, hyper... Uh, um, you're, you're, like, dominant. Yeah. Like, always, like... like hyper-masculine. You're, like, yeah. You're, like, the guy who likes to be in control. Well, dude, I don't think I would, like... Dude, I would have a problem, like, eating girls out. Like, I uh-huh. just don't like it. Cause yeah, I w- that's that's so, that's what's so ironic, I think, too, is, like, I, I love getting my ass eaten, but I don't eat ass. <laughs> Because I, I think it's gross. I'm like, wait, that's wait, foul. How could you do, do that? But I, I would rather eat a girl's gross, ass yeah. than get my wait, ass Wait, wait, wait. Huh? I would rather eat a girl's ass than get my ass eaten really? for sure. What were you going to say? Yo, do you guys, do you want to be on the podcast real quick? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're Joe I, Rogan. Hey, yeah. I'm Joe Rogan, dude. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question I want to ask you real quick. Cameo. Uh, no, that's not the question. The question's a little bit more vulgar, but uh, do you, what 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 are your what are your thoughts on uh, doing ass stuff with girls? Um, all for it. All for it. Like, are you eating the girl's ass, or is the girl eating your ass? Her mine. She's eating your ass. Yeah. Is that Told now? You, my bro. question is: Is that are you the one that are 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 you the dominant one in that situation, or is the girl the dominant yeah, one? Are you mashing her face? It's like a combo. I'm I'm all for like that progressiveness. Hell yeah, we're in West Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Everybody get out here. <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh yeah, I appreciate your time, bro. Hell yeah. But yeah, that's what's so crazy. That's what's crazy for me to think about. Like, if a girl is eating your ass, are you the one that's dominant? Are you like, yeah, this bitch eating my ass? Oh yeah, dude, or is 100%. she the one like, dude? Like, it oh. all depends on the position. If you're laying on your back and you're getting topped up, and then you're like, yeah, eat some of that, and then come back up here, <laughs> that's dominance, bro. <laughs> but but if, you're, if, if you're on all your fours and bent over, and she's milking you like a cow and Ooh, shit, fucking. Talk- she's oh, the one who's on a hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred. I would never. I would never do any any shit like that. Let me just clarify that real quick. What, I don't think, dude. I don't think I could ever, never. Do anything like that? I think like you're capping, why? bro. Yeah, why? I've seen the handcuffs underneath your bed, bro. I oh. think there might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say there has been, no, there's been no handcuffs under my bed. There might have been rope, but no handcuffs. It's the same thing, dude. You hog tie girls? Huh? You hog tie girls? What is that? Like tie their feet to their hands? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. You got rope, you said. How do you tie them up? <laughs> no, I've only oh, tied shit. up hands before. And. It wasn't even all that. It was just like I've uh, never, I've never understood that the whole bondage thing. It's, it's nice really when a girl can use her hands. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like being all like rubby and and sensual and shit too. It's like I would, I would just rather you be able to use your hands than not. Dude, I, I put a handcuffs on the girl before. 
was just not really. But yeah. like two, two something or like her both. Because her, I, because like I like, could. So like both her hands together could be. Yeah, high. like from the back, and then you hit it from the back, and yeah. it's like dope as hell. Yeah. For like a little bit, but. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like that'll just like spark out some like dark evil fetish inside you. Slippery slope. Wow. Slippery slope, man. It's uh, like maybe this that's mountain. the thing with kinks. You know what I mean? Maybe kinks are all just slippery slopes. One thing leads to another, and all of a sudden, you know, you're pooping on girls and shit. Yeah, scat what fetishes. The fuck? Yeah. Some people like to uh, have a hammock with a hole cut in it, and then a girl sits on the hammock and diarrhea shits into their face. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> How do you John know McAfee, this? Rest in peace. <laughs> Who? Watch the John McAfee documentary. Man, I have a great taste in shit. Yeah, you right? do have exquisite <laughs> taste. Watch the documentary about the dude getting shit in his mouth. Yeah, what? The I'm so uh, eclectic, right? Oh, I'm just kidding. It's funny. Rest yeah. in peace, though, John McAfee. He really, he really did that. But we saw a crazy fight. I feel like we should talk about that. We saw. The oh, craziest yeah. fight I've ever seen in my life, uh, right off Santa Monica Pier two days ago. It was insane. I was I literally just got off the plane to meet up with you guys. I was I was in town for maybe thirty minutes, bro. Yeah. And we're getting McDonald's. I I I rolled up on Ricky and I scared him because he didn't know who I was. So I, I wore a whole. I was looking like a homeless guy. He couldn't see me, and I was like trying to fight him, mess with him. Right, it almost sets the tone for what happens like twenty minutes later, and then he gets all freaked out, and then we all go eat at McDonald's. And I'm McDonald's trying to get a hamburger. I man. come out with my hamburger and everybody has ran outside. You left your wallet and your phone on the table. Yeah, that's why I didn't come outside because I saw somebody left their phone. My and wallet. bag I'm was like, in there. If I go, I'm the last person. Then it's gonna be my responsibility. Like that, it's gonna be on me that they got it stolen. So I was like, I gotta stay here. Yeah. Shit. And then I see all you guys fucking like with the cameras out, fucking recording this <laughs> fight. Oh, and we I'm looked like, like damn, TMZ, I want to go over there. Like Pavarotti, yeah. we had six different angles going on. Everybody's like, oh shit. <laughs> where do we start? I don't even know where to start. It was an absolute street brawl. Yeah, I mean, it reminded me of like like a like a WWE like match, like the way like there was like seven versus one, like they were just tapping each other in and out. You ready? Just kept tagging motherfuckers in. <laughs> you know he's coming with a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's healing him. <laughs> Face. Yeah, it was oh crazy. Yeah, that, I guess that guy came out of nowhere with a skateboard and like, bro, like fucking winded up and was about to hit him in the head like with a hundred percent of his strength with a skateboard and he missed. He and like hits grazed, a metal bar. Yeah, he hits a metal bar and he grazed his head with the wheel barely. If he would have hit him in the head with the board, oh, it was murder. Would have yeah, it would have yeah. got bloody like you said. I think yeah. he still got him a bit with it though, did he not? I yeah, he just grazed him with the wheel, like really did nothing. And then the guy with the skateboard, well, the guy who almost got hit in the head puts his hands all over the guy with the skateboard and like puts a finger in his mouth and tries to like peel and his eye in his eye and tried to just peel his face open. And it looked crazy. And yeah. then the, and then the guy just turns around and his eyes bleeding and he socks him up in the mouth. Dude, and this is like crazy. this this is like the third quarter of the fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we and, and, and we're all like watching behind this barrier of McDonald's. I'll put the picture right here. And it's just like we have front row seats to this crazy ass fight. Um and then uh, what else happened after that? And then the cops came, and then they got the guy that uh, initially started the whole thing, and he gets up and runs off, and the cop tases him, and he's still running through the tasers after I hear the <laughs> and he's just still going, bro. It was crazy. I turned the corner, he was just gone. Yeah. I couldn't see him. And then I thought they tackled him and arrested him, but I didn't see him in the car, and he was just gone. And then other homeless people were still just screaming and moaning and breaking glass bottles for no reason. I mean, it was just absolute chaos. One of the women said they were pregnant. They got punched in the face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when, yeah. I, when I watched the footage back, she kind of started it. A pregnant woman, like, charges this black guy. Yeah. And then he just, like, you know, socks her in the face. And, 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 and he seemed... I don't know if this is like appropriate to say or not, but the 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 big, taller black dude that was punching the women seemed fruity. I mean, he was wearing a crop top. He was kind of frolicky. So I feel like 
you know, that's a whole different argument in itself. Can gay dudes fight women? Yeah, can gay dudes punch? Huh, that's, like actually, that's a good question, yeah. Hmm. What's the morality on that? That is a pretty good fucking question. Damn. Or, like, this whole, like, you know, equality thing in sports and stuff. Well, can a transvestite, you know, man beat up, beat on a woman if it's equality? Yeah, MMA fighters, Fallon Fox. You know what I'm saying? This you whole new era of, like, sexuality just makes so many, like, questions in, like, society. Yeah. It's very exhausting. It's extremely tiring. What, I mean, I guess, like, it's also kind of, like, uh, cool and interesting to try to think progressively and how would this work in theory, but you know, it, the the days of simpler times where it's you know this is how this works and that is how that works is is far gone. You know what I mean? I mean, good for you if you like to have the option of like fifty different genders, but honestly, like too many options gives me anxiety. I can't imagine being yeah. like, six it's years like, old. Which one being, do I choose? Yeah. What yeah. do I feel like today? I'm like, dude, I'm <laughs> just gonna be a dude, and we're just gonna you know run with that. Nothing <laughs> against if you want to be like a fucking Zer or a Zim or whatever. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I would have to agree with that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't even have the headphones. I can't hear it. Um, it was a pretty good transition. We yeah. could do that again. It was nice. Yeah. So, uh, what else has been popping off? Um, well, let's talk about, yeah, like what's up with you? Let's, I was going to say, let's, let's like kind of wrap the podcast by talking about, um, kind of the social media versus, or, how would you word it? Social media and mental health. Yeah, content creators on social yeah, media and mental health. Yeah, we've been talking about that a lot, and it's pretty interesting. Um, kind of like how people who make content on the internet always face this one phase where they go through where they either mature out of the content they used to make, or they no longer find it funny, or that just their inner artist grows and they like to do something else. And the audience that they built on that previous thing that they used to do doesn't really fuck with the new thing. And it's like, how does a person in social media kind of balance that with their mental health? Like, obviously, you can't do one thing forever because if you do that one thing, you're going to go crazy. You're not going to like your life. So where's the room to grow? And kind of, I guess, let me ask you, let me start this conversation off by asking you, what have you, what, what are like some interesting points that you found from interviewing the creators that you've interviewed out here because you're making a video on this yeah right? i'm doing like a video essay thing where i'm interviewing a bunch of creators uh called content creators on social media and mental health um i've definitely learned the youtube studio app is a negative <laughs> is a negative thing in a lot of creators uh minds because it's just all different kinds of it's comparison it's just comparing your recent video to your past 10 videos mm -hmm. and uh not only is it bad to compare yourself to others but comparing yourself to yourself is mentally exhausting and getting caught up in the numbers the resounding notion that I've got from uh, content creators is that the most important thing is finding real, genuine people that like you for you, spending time with them, and then creating authentic content to yourself. So you don't have to keep keeping up the persona or struggling to uh, maintain this image that's not you. But we all t tend to think that numbers and stuff is going to is what is going to make us the most happy. It's it <coughs> it's hard for me to like the first thing that came to my head. I'm just going to go off something. Uh, bonding with people like. Like like people I went to high school with, people I grew up with, people that don't share the same goals and dreams that I I, I have, uh, it's it's hard to try to bond with them and talk to them and and hang out with them because just like hearing what they talk about is is so lame to me. Like you know like what Netflix show is trending right now and this one time that they were in the same room as a celebrity and like things like that. Like I I'm not really for that. But then there's the second side of the sword where it's like trying to hang out with 
you know, content creators and other like-minded people with the same dreams and the same goals, but like you said, it's hard to find people that are genuine and actually want to hang out with you for you and not for your numbers and things like that. It's 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 like a tiring, like, vicious circle. You, you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? It's a weird space to be in. Yeah, like, I, I don't really want to hang out with people that, that I know from my past, from not my past life, but, like, you know, from my past. You know, people that I grew up with, even my family. Like, I get exhausted talking to my family. I went to dinner with my family the other day. I love my family, if you guys see this. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love you guys to death. But, I mean, they literally had a whole 45-minute long conversation about times they were in the same room as celebrities. Oh, this one time I went to the urinal, and this guy from that movie came and peed next to me. And I'm like, that shit is just so corny to me. I can't even, be- I, cu- I couldn't even imagine. Well, we live in a, like, celebrity worship uh, culture. You know yeah. I mean? Where people, like, really put celebrities on a pedestal and youtubers on a pedestal i mean i'm not trying Mm. to say like i'm too cool for that either because obviously we all have that goal if we're in this we're in this lane we're in this game we all we all want to be big shots you know i mean we all want to be um a big time but at the same time on the other end of that sword yeah i'm like man that's so corny to to be like that you know what i mean i pissed next to that guy like that is insane Uh you know what i'm saying that's what i think is also interesting it's like when we talk about this it's like we're also hypocrites because like, I talk about how when fans come up to me, they always want me to, like, fucking either jump off something or or, or sing. Yeah. And But at the same time, if I saw The Weeknd walking down the street, I would fucking flip out, bro. Because yeah. that's, like, my biggest role model. It's um, weird how so that works. Yeah, everybody's, like, a hypocrite. Because no matter how big you are, you're always going to have somebody that you look up to and somebody that you're going to act weird around and you're gonna brag to people like oh dude i fucking i was with tyler the creator like holy shit we got a picture it was crazy yeah um but then if i see somebody doing that to to me like about me it's like yo like chill you know yeah um i hate it when people do that by the way that's funny yeah if, if you Just guys when people saw, tell you to do the thing that you do like people come to me in yeah, that yeah, story yeah. you show people are like tell oh. the story tell the story i'm like bro shut up go away that one guy from uh i forget his name but the 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 lead actor from malibu's most wanted have you seen that yeah that movie? yeah he did a he did um, a stand up show or something. Kennedy, Jamie Kennedy, Jamie, Jamie Kennedy. Kennedy. We wrote that show together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when we went to that show, I thought that he had this one joke that was so funny to me and so true. Um, he said, uh, so he went up on the stage and somebody yelled, "Malibu's most wanted," and he was like, "Hey, hey, hey wouldn't it be weird if I just like went around and yelled your guys' past jobs? Like, hey, what's up, Wendy's? <laughs> like, dude, that shit was so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah." That is really good. Wow, that's accurate as fuck. Yeah. That's great. Um, well, I think it's really interesting to, to think Our about. Our teacher! What's <laughs> up? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people talk about social media's impact on the p- people that consume it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't talk as much about like uh, the content creators uh, and how social media impacts their mental health. It's really interesting. I feel like putting too much emphasis on social media is, is is pretty bad you know like i feel like if you spend a lot of time on social media it's going to make you depressed no matter what yeah mm-hmm. and if you like think about what's going to make you grow on social media like flexing and i don't know just that kind of uh banal um like surface level shit yeah is going to make you miserable uh, it's weird because i don't know what i don't know how to turn it off now though yeah like, like if i yeah you know like if i'm yeah. if i'm relaxing around the house or something not that i can't not that i can't turn off the what I mean is I don't know how to put the phone down, right? It's like phone I, addiction. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like when I'm watching a movie, when I'm watching TV, my, my my attention span is so short. My anxiety, my ADHD that already riddles my brain with problems is now, um, 
uh, increased by this by this I have to check my phone for dopamine every 30 seconds and I'll open the same I have the same routine of opening the same four apps and checking the same likes notifications and DMs and it's all dopamine rush you know what I mean I, I know I you know I, I, I know that I get a little bit of dopamine every time I get a DM from somebody or a like or a comment I mean it's just I guess it's just how it is do you feel like you get like like that you know what I mean I mean even yeah, if no, of course even when it gets old and you're still getting the bigger numbers there's there's still that that's that thrill, you know what I mean? Of like, uh, cause a lot of it is like, we, we love our work, right? It's like, you know, at the root of it, we're very creative and we're very passionate about the art or whatever you want to call it that we put out. And we want to be reciprocated for that, that work that we put into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We want to feel like seeking validation. Yeah. Seeking validation is very natural, but it's like, it, now it's like hyper, hyperalized, you know what I mean? By social media. Yeah. And I feel like with comparisons and like imposter syndrome and always wanting more and never feeling like you're enough and never understanding when you did a good job. What is imposter syndrome? I keep hearing that. It's like when you get somewhere it, it, like you know, you get 100,000 subscribers and you just feel like, "Oh, um, you know, I don't deserve to be a, a YouTuber, like I'm not entertaining, I'm not good enough, my videos don't have enough value," you know? Like I, you just feel I like you don't that. deserve to be there. You know? I have that. I'm not, and I'm not anywhere yet. And I already feel like that. That's not a good sign. Yeah, it's, <laughs> tied, it's tied in with like self doubt and stuff. Yeah. Have you ever had feelings like that, Steezy? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, what what gets me the most is comparison, um, and that's like why I unfollowed everybody on my main Instagram account. But it doesn't really work because I followed everybody back on my personal, and I just switched to my personal to like see what all my friends are doing, so I can still see everything. But it, it's like a step away from seeing that. So. I I think mostly when I see other people doing stuff, even though I know it's their one percent, like it's their highlights, the comparison gets me so so badly, um, and then I kind of make myself think like, oh dude, I should be making crazier videos like these guys, like I should be really trying to make these clickable viral type videos, and then I get away from my true self where my videos were originally like just being relatable and film and all of that so i see all this like i see all of what other people are doing and i try to be that and then i i guess once i start doing more crazier videos like that like going climbing a billboard censoring it and stuff more of those viral type videos i get like that imposter syndrome thing like oh why am i i don't feel like myself i feel like i'm forcing these crazy ideas like this isn't actually what i want to do yeah um I feel like that sometimes when I watch my drinking videos, like um, I don't see see any value in it, and it's just like this, you know. I don't know. It can be weird. Like this isn't me. I don't even want to promote party content or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Bro, I get that with everything I do, but I have like I'm like very I'm very insecure about like every everything about me. So like wh- wh- whenever I pick something, like I've been so insecure to pick any type of genre or any type of content to do that I'm like this ain't it dog with everything i do it like it's very it sucks to feel yeah. like that i hate Com- it comparisons are how you get stuck in niche niches like yeah. uh steezy was saying like getting stuck in t- making the same type of content because that's what works and just you know getting caught in a, a rut or a hole because yeah. you're forcing yourself to do something that's not true to you because we're growing man and it's our youtube's like our lot our lives online you know you have this right. uh digital persona that you're upkeeping and stuff and yeah, I had somebody. I had somebody talk to me the other day that I knew from back in the day, and, and he asked me, really good friend of mine. I mean, I've grown up with this guy. He's like a brother to me, and he he asked me, "How do you feel? Like, how are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm doing great." You know what I mean? Like, uh, I mean, obviously, like you know, that's a little bit of just normal conversation. Like you say, you're doing good, but I, oh, I'm doing fine. You know what I mean? How are you doing? And he's like, "No, how are you doing? Because not this person that you are on your Instagram in your videos." 
how are you? Because I know you, and I want to know how you are doing. And I was like, what does that mean? It's funny as hell to say to somebody on the street. Like, <laughs> like, yo, yeah. like, no, 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 no. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like, yo. This guy <laughs> wearing these pants with these shoes on. I, I was like, you. I feel like, uh, like yeah, like, I don't, I don't feel like, I mean, I, I know that we, like, play up our, our, our characters or whatever, but, like, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't feel like I'm two different people, like, molten, like, split personality syndrome, you know what I mean? I feel like it's just me, you know what I mean? But uh, I, that was just the weirdest thing I've ever, and that made me think like, like uh, I, I don't know, how am I? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. There's know. so many different sides to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which side are you going to show to the camera that week? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, I think everybody has that where they feel like them themselves as a person is different than themselves online. And I remember when I was like first blowing up on YouTube, like one of my friends from Austin like asked me that, like, hey, do you feel like this person that on your YouTube is you, and I was like, fuck, I don't think that is me. Like, Steezy Kane and Isaiah Shepard, I say this all the time, like, they're two completely different people. Isaiah Shepard isn't this crazy guy who's always, like, fucking with people, jumping off of piers and stuff, singing in public. Like, that's something I would never do. I'm an introvert. I'm shy. Like, you guys could see, like, me, I'm a shy, like, to myself person, but I'm on the internet, like, doing all this crazy shit. So interesting shit. to me. It's like... When what does that what does that make you? Does that make you a brave person? Does that make you does that make you a smart businessman because you know it'll go viral and you'll make money off it? Does that mean that, ma that does that make you a very dedicated creator because you know you because we had this conversation the other day where it's like when we consume content, we really enjoy the way that it makes us feel when we watch content that we do like. And what we want to do is reanimate that or what, what word do we use to, to just like re recreate the feeling recreate the feelings for for more viewers when they watch your stuff to feel those same yeah. feelings that you get when you watch content you like so does that make you a really good artist or whatever for like you he, know what i mean he's like a performer you a know? performer yeah, yeah. i don't Pretty know i guess in a way i guess because you're so reserved you know you wouldn't do a lot of this stuff if the cameras like, weren't on like yeah. i see a lot of my comments and and they're like dude this guy has so much confidence yo steezy how can i like uh cut out my feeling of nervousness whenever i go up and talk to people and it's like I don't know, cause I'm not confident. Yeah. Well, I I am in certain ways. Like I, I'm good at faking it, I guess. But like, it's only when I'm making a video. So I really like ask myself, like, fuck. I, it's confusing to me. These yeah. are like two different people. Like you're asking Isaiah, but you're watching Steezy. It's, it's weird. weird because I feel like there are two different types of people like you. You kind of I feel like fall in that category, too. Like there's people that are like, oh, this guy is like that all the time. He's so funny. He's so out of this world. You just got to put a camera on him. He's like that. There's other people like you guys who like you would almost never think if you were to walk by in the grocery store type shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you, oh, he would never. You know what I mean? And then they see you online and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, I can yeah. be extremely casual and yeah. uh, laid back. It's, I like I feel like I'm the opposite. Thing. I'm always trying to like do some fucked up fuck shit. You know what I mean? Like if we're at the movie theater or the grocery store, I'd be I'd like you know what i mean just like i'm like very immature like that yeah so i don't feel like i have to turn it on and off as much but that's what i'm talking about like what side of, of you are you going to show the internet you know what i mean uh like kids kids will watch your shit and think you're so cool and be so excited to see you and think you're so much more confident than you than even you think you are just because you're like painting this weird online uh persona Mm -hmm. I feel like you can get lost in that, like lose who you are trying to paint this picture or whatever. That's the confusing. scary part for me. That's the that's the scariest part because if in all honesty, <clears throat> it's nothing but positive until it comes back on you. Like when it when, like when you're helping these kids be more courageous, you know what I mean. If you're helping these, you know who it's all beneficial for the viewer in my opinion. Like oh my god, look how confident he is. Unless they're getting in their head about it, like why can I why can't I be like that? But at the end, I feel like it's more positive. But when it comes back on us. 
it's like, man, we're getting lost in our own sauce. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the answer to everything is like just always be true to yourself and your content. And even if you portrayed yourself differently online, like there's always a way to just like add yourself into it. Like, let's say you blow up off making these crazy prank videos, but you're an introvert. You can just start by ma- keep on making these prank videos, but like being yourself by making them and just using the prank videos to grow and like actually become more confident. Because if I never made these prank videos, I wouldn't be as confident as I am. Like they definitely helped me self-improve yeah, myself. 100%. So that's cool. But like I started with the newer videos, I started adding more like awkward comedy into it because I'm awkward. So I just like let myself naturally be awkward. So I'm just kind of blending the two together and I think that's the best way. But uh we probably have to wrap the podcast cuz the audio recorder battery is low. I don't know what that is. I can't hear it, but, uh, yeah. Dennis, what are, we'll wrap it on your thoughts on uh social media. Social media, yeah. It's fucking stressful and I didn't even make it yet. Stressful. It's so much uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love dude, this guy, bro. Dude, so much stress. Uh it's getting to him. Depression. Um cuz you got to like I don't know, I just I'm broke, dude. It's always like you're always feeling that like you don't have enough money to do anything and it's like it's always just depression, you know. Uh, and I did like I don't know how you feel because I mean that you have like three million subscribers, but I'm not even there yet. And I I already hear you getting depressed about doing videos and stuff. So, damn. That was so. a GoPro dying. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it, it's like building up this audience kind of feels like I trapped myself a little bit, but also. I can still use that audience to leverage myself somewhere else. So it's like, does it, did that make sense? I don't know. It does. Like, just cause they like you for this one kind of your personality, this one side of your personality doesn't mean they're not going to like it. You for another one. And you can, some of them are going to, you know, transfer over to that side of you and whatever kind of content you want to make. Some mm-hmm. are going to be left behind, but yeah, no, I mean, again, like that's why I think you're setting yourself up for like so much success in the game. Cause you'll you'll be like on some crazy shit one video, and then some like mad introspective like homework type shit the next video, and then you'll do like you know what I mean? That's that that's super tight to me. Like I, I yeah I, like I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Last time I was on this podcast, I think I had like uh, twenty five thousand subscribers or something like that. Yeah. Twenty two. What's your goal now? Now I have sixty eight thousand. I'd like to hit hundred k. That would be cool. Hundred k. So All right. Hopefully. Get that plaque, baby. Next time I want, I'll be plaqued up, boy. Say less. Oh, yeah. Word around your neck type shit. Oh yeah. All right, well, that's uh, a wrap on this podcast. Uh, all of these guys' links will be in the description, of course, if you want to check out their stuff. Um, Hell yeah, thanks for having me, dude. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and um, yeah, so I'm going to be doing uh, more podcasts and stuff. I'm going to just be having different guests on all the time. Uh, follow the Pull Out Podcast Instagram at pullout.podcast. Stream us on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, anywhere else that you can find podcasts where there. Um, any last words? Go get a rim job. It'll change your life. Mm. I'm telling you, please, for me, go get one. Yeah, I put out a video every week for 71 weeks in a row, so if you're interested in my shit, I have a lot of stuff to watch. Damn, I should have like <laughs> yeah, that. played that Damn. smart. I drop uh, a video every week, too, if you want to go watch that <laughs> shit. That shit crazy, you know what I'm saying? All right, peace. Later. Bye.